Welcome to episode 73 of the Half Point Per Podcast. I'm your host because our good friend Evan Riggs is in Disney World, unfortunately. Or Epcot. Or Epcot, either or. We're not sure yet. Um, but luckily, we have the illustrious Eli Beery, or the tight end whisperer, no pun intended, <laughs> here to join us today, where we're going to do a little bit of a mock draft a little too early, and then we're going to run through some DraftKings player props. Eli, how are you doing? I'm great. It's a beautiful day out in LA. Weather's nice. I gotta say the inflation's pretty bad, but you know, I hear that's going on a little bit everywhere. Um, especially in Buffalo, New York, if I'm not mistaken. I hear there's some inflation going on. I, don't know, I feel maybe... like that's a shot at our boy Gabe Davis, friend of the pod. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. I hear things are starting to plump up a little bit out there too. Johnny, how are you doing, friend? Doing good, doing good. Uh, sorry I missed the pod last week. Uh, internet service interruptions once again, but we're uh, we're back and rolling. Glad it's uh, it's almost football season and ready for Sundays to be taken over. I think Johnny's internet situation is going to be a longer suspension than Deshaun Watson at this rate. So we're doing pretty well <laughs> on that front. I guess uh, so. All right, well, let's go ahead and jump in into some DraftKings player props. Um, all these odds are from DraftKings. These are the pretty much set in stone numbers for some of these guys. And I wanted to start off with one of the most electric quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Uh, we got none other than Daniel Jones. And DraftKings has his prop for passing touchdowns this year at 21 and a half. So, Eli, are you taking the over or are you taking the under? Ooh, this one, I don't know why it's so tough. You look at 21.5 passing touchdowns for a quarterback, and I don't know if I've been playing too much Madden or what, but that doesn't seem like that hard to do whatsoever. Um, but he's only done it one time. So there's kind of a thing here where if I'm taking a bet, usually I want to see somebody do it more than once. But I'm going to give him the edge that he's been young in the past and he's getting better. Plus, we got Brian DeBall coming in. All these receivers, their ADPs are skyrocketing. You know, Galladay is getting back on track. Uh, Slayton might even find himself useful. So I think they're going to be able to do some damage with that offense. I would at least give him a chance at getting 24 again. I'm going to go over. Wow, you're taking the over. Yeah. Betting on, I mean, 24 is rookie season. Best season he's had, in fact, was rookie year, which is not something you usually see. He's regressed every year in touchdowns. Last year was a little bit of an off year from injury, uh, but Johnny, you taking the over or the under on this? I, I like Eli's point. Like twenty one and a half doesn't sound like a lot. It, it feels like it should be doable, but I I think I have to take the under. I think he might flirt with it. Maybe I think he'll end up with like a, a good season with like fifteen or sixteen. So I'm gonna take the 15. under. I, you know, I have to join Eli on this one. Uh, Brian Dabble's the man. He gave Josh Allen a little bit of a, a renaissance there, really spread that passing attack out. They got improvements on the offensive line. Daniel Jones is a deep passer, surprisingly accurate. It's the intermediate stuff that he struggled with. And with a guy like Slayton and especially like Tony, I feel like they could open it up a little better. Uh, so I'm taking the over on this. I feel like 21 and a half is almost a give me if he plays a full 17 games. I mean, two, three, two touchdown games, and then a touchdown a game, and he hits that. It's just so, so well, hard for him not to. If Saquon's projected to be as back and as fresh as he's supposed to be, they should have a two-way dynamic to this thing as well. I'm just praying that most, not most, five to six of these touchdowns are Daniel Bellinger, but that's for a different time. 
He also is playing the NFC East, and crazier things have happened than a quarterback throwing for 24 touchdowns. Um, but next, I had to throw Eli's boy into this one. We got Derek Carr here on passing touchdowns with an over-under of 29 and a half. Uh, I'll let you start, Johnny, and see how you feel about this one. Uh, I'm going to go with the over. I think uh, Devontae Adams is going to be a good boost. Uh, I, I just think he's going to do a good damage amount. To I feel like he can do easily at least 30, 32 plus. So if I had to ask you how many times has he gone over this number in his career? It's going to be say. zero, but I think it's a <laughs> Devontae Adams boost is what I'm giving. I'm, I'm sure he hasn't done it, has he? He hit 32 in 2015, so oh. one time. Oh, All right, so you're, so you're taking ago. the over. Eli, how do you feel about this one? Ooh. Does Devontae Adams add anywhere close to like 10 touchdowns and obviously you subtract some when you when you get rid of receivers and you got people coming and going my thing is waller's back and down the stretch that was critical you don't look towards hunter renfro to be like a huge red zone guy although somebody might be able to find a stat that makes it differ um but he's definitely missing some targets there i like this team i think boston moreau is getting a little better you got big weapons in the red zone i think he's going to get really close I'm going to say just under, and my thing is the new coach, and I, I think we're going to get a rushing system in here with random guys getting touchdowns, Samir Abdullah, et cetera. Damn. I hate to go two for two with Eli, um, but again, I, I'm, I'm going with the under here. 30 touchdowns, it's, it's kind of a lot no matter what. Um, I mean, last year the guy throws for 4,800 yards, doesn't hit that number. He's not even close to be exact. He was at 23 and I agree that I think this turns into a little bit of a rush first offense with McDaniels, especially in the red zone. They're going to play that big body game. I just think it, it fits them better. They're going to be in a lot of shootouts, though, in the AFC West. So I see I see what the line is. This is one of those that if you made me, I'd probably choose not to bet it. Uh, it's just right. not a pretty line, in my opinion. I think Daniel Jones is an easier bet than this one. Um, but now we got the big dog. Uh, we got Derrick Henry whose over-under rushing prop is 100 yards above Jonathan Taylor's on DraftKings right now, and it's at 1,350.5. So I'll start off with this one. I think this one's a no-problem under for me. I love – well, actually, Derrick Henry has not been a friend of the show for anybody who's watched us <laughs> for three years. Uh, we have been consistent non-believers in Derrick Henry, and we've ate a lot of crow for that one. Uh, but – you take away that entire passing offense, it really loses a huge boon with A.J. Brown. I think the offense is going to be less efficient as a whole. Uh, Ryan Tannehill definitely took a, a turn for the worst last year after posting some pretty career-efficient numbers. And the offensive line was PFF's 29th last year. They didn't do anything to get better. And this is really a stat that Derrick Henry needs to play like a full 16, 17-game slate to, to get close to that number. And I think that now more than ever, defenses are just going to put eight men in the box and tell Tannehill and whatever receivers they're throwing out there at this point, doesn't look like Woods will be ready to start the season. Traylon Burks doesn't really sound like he's even going to grasp that number one role. Um, they're going to ask those guys to come out there and, and do a lot. And I think their offense is going to take a, a lot of steps back and Henry's going to be the, the biggest loser. So I'm hitting the under. And I think this is one I'm going to put some money on because I think it's a pretty easy bet for me. What about you, Eli? What do you got? Um, you know, I, I'm going to reverse this, and I'm going to follow up agree with you. 
I think down the stretch last year, if you watch Titans games and I'm, you know, there's not a whole lot of reason to watch Titans games down the stretch last year. That being said, they had a nice mix in there with a couple of guys as a result of not having Henry. And sometimes when you're forced to deal with um, something like that, you start to realize maybe what you can gravitate to. I don't think that these are like elite backups by any means and Dontrell Hilliard and um, Hassan Haskins. That being said, the fact that they're willing to like retain or involve these guys, especially this early in the offseason, I don't know if we can rely on Derrick Henry to stay fully healthy every year from here on out. Uh, I think the, they like the way they mixed in those guys. They like what, you know, when someone comes in on third down. And then, like, they were super efficient on all those third down reps as well. So, I don't know. I think they're going to mix around. I'm going to go with the under. Johnny, you going to be the lone island again, or are you going to agree with the group here? No, I agree with the group. Go with the under. <laughs> Uh, he's only hit that number twice in his career, uh, in 2020 when he had the crazy 2000 yard season. And then right. in 19, when he had 1500 yards, um, but I mean, last year, even in 10 games, he was at 937 yards. I just don't see it happening. He's coming into his age 28 season. Usually this is where running backs really start to break down. I know it's the big dog and he's another beast, but two years in a row, over 300 touches and 219 in 10 games last year. Just absurd to think that he could do that again and that the, the Titans aren't going to start looking elsewhere. Uh, last and the most fun of all of them is my namesake, Dalton Schultz. He has an over-under on receptions for 74 and a half. Uh, we'll start with you, Johnny. How are you feeling about Dalton Schultz this year? I like the over. I think he's uh, kind of established himself as tight end one on the team for the last, I think, two years. And I think he hit it last year. Year before, he was pretty close, but like Jason Witten was there. But I think uh, I think I'm gonna go with the over here. Well, to listeners of the show, you would know that our boy Jason Witten did not, in fact, play for the Cowboys in 2020. He was an analyst. However, uh, Blake Jarwin was there until he tore his ACL. Who would have so done? You a pass. Um, you're right. Last year, he did hit the over on this one with 78 receptions. Uh, I'm actually gonna take the under. Dalton Schultz is like creeping up like tight end four and five range. I'm not a big believer in it. Last year, he was the benefactor of two great offensive weapons in CD and Amari taking coverages away. This year, it's just CD. There's no Michael Gallup to start the season. Uh, news dropped today that Jalen Tolbert was going to be a starter start the year. I think more defenses key into him. They make him play. Dalton Schultz, by no means, is like a separator, a physical tight end. He's really, in my opinion, just a guy who benefited from a scheme that gave him a lot of looks. So I'm taking the under. I think he's going to hit, I think, 60, 70 receptions is his range. I don't think hitting this over of 74 and a half comes close. How are you feeling, Eli? I'm um, looking back to that stretch uh, last year where they had a lot of guys getting injured here and there. He had a lot of utilization. I don't know if from the beginning Dalton Schultz was supposed to be the guy. As you mentioned earlier, Jarwin was kind of the guy we looked at two years ago going into it. Schultz nabbed the position due to injury, among other things. And then they're starting to give us this like sense of, okay, maybe he could be. A lot of targets last year, they franchise tag him. I don't know if that franchise tag is like he's the truth or it's just we had the money and nobody else to tag in that situation. But my thing with good teams is that they try to spread it around and they don't try to isolate targets to just one guy and especially not a mid-athletic tier tight end like Dalton Schultz. So I hate to keep agreeing with you. Like, really, I hate to keep agreeing with you, Dalton. But I have to. I'm going to go with the under. 
Oh man, me and Eli are four for four today on agreements. That's terrible, man. Never like to see that. Um, yeah, I mean, end of the day, end of the story, I am going to spend some time. We're doing me and Evan will be writing out our pre- player previews over the next month. And the Cowboys will be one of the teams that I'm really interested in because third best offense in the league last year. And a lot of their guys are undervalued other than CD. I think Dalton Schultz is overvalued, but there has to be another pass catcher that emerges out of that room. And if you can find that, I think it is a fantasy gold mine. Uh, but with that being said, we are going to switch to the most fun part of the day. We are going to start and hop into a mock draft. Uh, it's still pretty fun right now because ADPs are kind of broken. And as a result of that, uh, it's really just like for professionals who are drafting right now. Uh, so there's still a lot of inflation and people are really making their claims on guys. So I'm pretty excited about this. We're all, we're picking four spots apart. So I'm at the four. Uh, Johnny's at the eight. If you could claim your spot, Johnny and Eli is at the 12. So we'll go ahead and start this draft off and just get going. I should be claimed on my side. Uh, you're there. There's on your claim. All right. Let me share the correct screen. Boomer. Boomer. It's like we're in a team's meeting at work again. All right. By the way, boys, just got a sidebar. This is the third time that I've mocked with you on show history, which means three successful years of putting up shows, which for anybody in any field, you know, professional, amateur, whatever it may be, that's an amazing thing to do. So great job, guys. I'm proud of you. Proud to be sitting here with you. Thank you. Thank you. It's the nicest um, thing I've ever heard you say. I, I hate to kick your butts again, just like every single Okay. Year. <laughs> All right. Start the uh, clock. Well, as far as I'm concerned, I think I've won the league. I've betted you two years in a row, Eli, so I don't know. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, well, first of all, all of us have been in this league. Not just that is true. <laughs> Our friendly kind of friend targeted. is Sleeper. Pretty old not... You know, most points scored. Our uh, friend at Sleeper here does not want to start the draft for us, does it? Here we go with Dalton being a boomer, not knowing technology. There we go. There it is. All right. EMC so the, first. The first three off, um, that's the order. I think it should go one and two. I'm a big believer of CMC. We can talk about that a bit because I do think there's a little uh, disagreement there. I'm, I'm a CMC believer. I think when healthy, he's the best fantasy player bar none. Uh, it's just a matter of if he's healthy. How are you guys feeling about how that draft started off? I liked it. I think one and two is a good start. I don't know if I'd take Henry three, but that's my thoughts. I just don't know what reason Jonathan Taylor has given us to not be the number one overall pick. Oh, I mean, what's happened? in the last 10 years, he was the lowest scoring RB1 in fantasy football. Uh, He's also a second-year player. He's still young. They're still figuring that out. I know, but Christian McCaffrey gets like 20 points off of yards alone. It's just absurd what the guy does when he's on the field. And, I mean, Baker's going to be the best quarterback he's played with of his career, unless you include uh, Cam Newton at one point. It's true. Baker does shake things up. How are you about to shake things up, by the way? Well, I'm looking at this, and I, I've been a big non-believer all offseason in Austin Eckler. I think he's just at his peak right now. Uh, Cooper Cup is not my wide receiver one, and I think wide receiver is the value here. So I'm going to take the the gritty, the dirty man himself in Justin Jefferson. Guy's a beast. New offense in Kevin O'Connell. I am incredibly excited about what they do there. 
we finally get Eckler to go team six and then Cook. Johnny, you're up. And I don't know. I don't like the eight spot looking at what you have. Yeah, don't love this so much. You see, like, I'm between either going RB or wide receiver. I think I'm going to go with Jamar Chase here. Just kind of. Oh, so you're a believer in Jamar Chase in the first round? You think he can repeat? I think so. Uh, well, I mean, there's also the the T Higgins scare, which kind of makes me nervous. But I I think Jamar will kind of prevail in that in that spot. All right. Well, following Johnny, we got Joe Mixon, his teammate, going. Then we got Travis Kelsey at ten. Then Devonte Adams. Eli is up, and Eli is notorious for <laughs> liking running backs a little too much. So we'll see here. <laughs> I think especially at 12 this year, like, why wouldn't I take a running back? Look at all these monsters in here. Plus, I don't, you know, I love to take me a little couple wide receivers down the line. You're right. All right. So I'm looking at Najee, who I know is going to get a tremendous workload. Um, that being said, like, that wide receiver room could do a lot, and the quarterback situation's iffy. So how did they spread all that around? Nick Chubb seems bona fide. I'm going to go with the team that's slightly on the rise, the guy that I know is going to get me the PPR gold, DeAndre Swift. God, that, and I think right there, that is the, the pick to go with. I am not a fan of Najee this year. I, I don't like teams that just flat out run the ball like they do and they're running them into the ground. Uh, DeAndre Swift, third, fourth best offensive line in football. That team has to be a little better than it was last year. Um, but you're back on the clock, Eli, with a good turn here. That's right. Oh, man, of course you all know my boy Alvin Kamara is sitting there. Uh, I am on the side that I don't think the legal situation is going to shake out the way everybody else thinks <laughs> it will. Uh, that being said, like I do have an opportunity to seriously go off here. Got Stephon Diggs, who, and I'm not a Gabe Davis guy. I think they dominate. Monte Adams, new in Vegas. Got Tyreek Hill. Uh, I'm going to add some balance to my team this time around. And I'm going to go with Stephon Diggs and hope that I can catch some running backs on the 3-4. Three, 3-4, four. Three, four, sorry. I like the Stephon Diggs pick tied to arguably the second-best quarterback in fantasy football right now. And down year last year, but had the same metrics. I think it was just the touchdowns that came to bite him. All right, we got some more auto picks coming up. Unfortunately... I cannot make the computer auto pick, so I have to change it oh, every time. This guy was taking a while. He's taking a minute. Yeah. All right, we go Tyreek Hill at 2-2. Then we got Devontae Adams and Nick Chubb. A little bit of run on some of the formerly elite guys with some new names and some new changes. Um, I think that you are getting a huge discount on Alvin Kamara here if he does not get suspended, though. All the way down to ADP at 16.5, which is crazy. Yeah. Think like, about a guy that just taken. two years ago – Scored five touchdowns on Christmas Day and won a lot of people a lot of money. Still the leader of my dynasty franchise. I'm I'm gonna take the gamble. I just hope he plays all season. Need an RB in there. Johnny is trusting that assaulting somebody. Not <laughs> get you. Easy, easy, <laughs> easy. It, it was not okay. We're, let the legal proceedings pan out, okay? Just like the NFL. All right. Uh, the we're NFL does the right we're thing. We're going to look at everything, we're going to assess, and then we're going to make a verdict. We're right? not jumping to conclusions here. That's right. Um, I personally do like Alvin in the second round. That's good arbitrage, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, pretty bummed because two of the guys I wanted have gone. 
That is CeeDee Lamb, who I think is a top five wide receiver and should be drafted above some of these names. And then Saquon, who is another screaming value, in my opinion. Better offensive situation all around. Can't be anything worse than last year. Uh, however, I'm looking at my team, and I'm looking at what wide receivers we have available, and I just I don't understand what's going on with this situation. But our boy Mike Evans could stand alone be a top five wide receiver. We don't know if Chris Godwin's going to be back early October or not. The reports have been pretty conflicting. You get Tom Brady. Uh, there's no Antonio Brown, no Gronk. I don't see how he's falling to 28 and ADP. So I'm going to take him. Going to run with Mike Evans here. Now, I don't know about top five. I just have to say, I, it's been a minute since he's been top five. Wow. That being said, if you can guarantee top 12 receiver, like the safety of that, and then the consistency of Mike Evans and the touchdown perspective, like why not take him at the end of the second? That's so it's so guaranteed. Absolutely, we have in some crazy fashion two quarterbacks going incredibly early here. Um, not a fan of taking quarterback this early, although Josh Allen has been a fantasy cheat code in fantasy football the last two years. Um, Patrick Mahomes still somehow holding on to. The the 3-1 overall. A lot of good players left on the board here. I've gone wide receiver, wide receiver. And looking at what running backs we have, um, I don't don't get why Aaron Jones has fallen to the third round. He might be the number one target getter in Green Bay with a MVP quarterback. So I am loving this start. I think personally I'm winning this draft. Aaron Jones, like I've said before, is one of my favorite players to target this year. I almost let the CPU pick for Johnny there. <laughs> Might be a better pick. We don't know. We'll find out. Oh, maybe. We will see. Um, well, going down the list, I don't know if I want to gamble and pick either Kittle or Allen. Justin Herbert would be too early. Let's do Keenan Allen since he uh, since he won me my bet against you last year that you haven't paid up on by the way, but it's okay. Keenan Allen it's going to be thirty two at the end of the season. You, you trust that, Johnny? I do. I mean, he gets the targets. He he's got that dog in him, and he's a consistent wide receiver. Great route Athletic, running. Yeah, athletically, there's not been a, too much of a drop off either. Plus, the yeah. targets are there. Thank you. Feel like it's coming. Well, you said I, that last year, too, by the way. I did. I did. So, uh, so far, uh, Team 10 is the worst pick of the draft, in my opinion, with David <laughs> Montgomery going in the third round. I don't like that at all. All right, Eli, you're on the clock. You get back-to-back here. You got the boys in blue and Swift and Diggs. Oh, going with? man. I'm, I'm so excited to be back-to-back right here. Like, this is just going to gonna lock in a couple of things for me. First of all, I'm not vouching for drafting him at the end of the third. I might have done this in best ball once or twice recently. And I do this perennially, so therefore I should do it again. I just love the guy, and I know he's healthy now. And I'm going to take the upside that he's the most, you know, if he can't be, or even if I get other tight ends, he's an elite flex play. I'm going Darren Waller like I do every single year. Darren Waller, lock it in. The guy's just a menace. I don't even need to talk about him too much. You know how much I love him. You know what he can do when he's healthy. And, you know, we get a good t- you know, tight end mind going in there. 
it's kind of wild that Eli said Derek Carr wasn't going to throw for more than 30 touchdowns, but is still taking Darren Waller in the top. Kind of sus. I don't need Darren Waller to have 10 touchdowns for him to have a great fantasy season. He could still have, you know, 1,100 yards, 100 targets, the number two guy there. Has Darren Waller ever had 1,100 yards in a season? Absolutely. Two years ago, 1,200 yards. This one might be a little bit of a, a reach, especially with the receivers that are still on the board. But uh, I'm a f- I'm a big fan of him this year. I think you guys all know. I think there's a lot of upside. Travis Etienne. That's a that's a good pick. I like Etienne. Um, this is what I was talking about at the start of this. It is interesting to see uh, a lot right now. A lot of the ADPs I feel like are being set by people who are drafting and playing best ball so early in the season. Um, and ETN still feels like a screaming value in that like quote unquote tight end dead zone. Um, he's going almost exactly where he went last year, except he, his league mate and his running mate, our boy, uh, friend of the show, James Robinson will not start the season healthy. So I love that pick. I love ETN, um, found these cool shirts that run ETN shirts, highly recommend them, but Johnny, you're up. Yeah, I think this might be a reach because I don't. I I want an RB here. We get to see the man in action here. He's thinking. Oh yeah, with the wheels are turning. Uh, gonna go RB. Johnny, here. what's going through your head right now? Uh, you know, I don't know. The wheels are kind of turning here. Not sure which RB to kind of go with. Don't really love Antonio Gibson this year. I think I might go with either rookie running back or. Don't like the reports coming out of Baltimore about Dobbins. Let's go with Hall. Ricky Love RB. that. I, I love that. Uh, I think Brees Hall's probably one of the best running backs we've seen come out of the draft recently. Uh, draft to be top dog. The Jets, after trading back into the third round or first round, traded back up again to draft him. So definitely as a draft capital, team has a top 15 offensive line. Looks like they're going to be a better team altogether um looking at these teams right now though are you happy with how the drafts come to you eli you only have one wide receiver through four rounds <laughs> for me that's an improvement i don't i've had drafts before where i haven't taken somebody until the sixth you know late fifth so to have a number like a true number one feels really good especially when i know that i can find little wide receiver twos and threes here and there so stays on brand uh, no matter yeah. what uh I'm looking at this. I have two stellar wide receivers, and I, you know, I just talk to myself and I figure, why not just have another one? Uh, best quarterback of his career was a dog last year with Carson Wentz. I think Michael Pittman, all the way down here in the, in the fourth round, is one of those guys who we're going to be looking at next year and be asking ourselves, you know, how did he fall that far? So I'm going to take Pittman here, and just pray that a running back comes back to me who I can I can get. And there goes J.K. Dobbins, so that's not what I wanted to see. I want to mention, whoever got Team 6, you got D.K. Metcalf mid-fourth round. That's, I mean, comparatively to last year or the year before, that's pretty crazy value. And to credit Evan last week talking about, like, why not take a slice on him at this point? I've taken him in best ball, and I've had lineups where I just feel amazing because that's my, like, number two or number one, and then it's just stacked from there on out. 
Speaking of Evan, I just do want to shout out. He's in the stream yard watching while he's in Disney World. Uh, he did say Dalton equals mid, Schultz, and otherwise. Uh, I love that you're getting shots at me even when you are 1,000 miles away in Florida. Go <laughs> play with Mickey Mouse. Uh, moving on in the draft, we are not going to set that player. All right, Josh Jacobs went. Really don't think I'm going to get a running back here. Um, but that is perfectly fine because I'm going to make a statement here. And again, we're just going to go all in on wide receiver this draft. Uh, one of the best wide receivers coming into the last year, notorious for not having good quarterback play, it's Allen Robinson. I don't understand how he's going into the fifth round here. The guy is going to have the best career of his year. Like I said last week, top 12 when he was healthy for Robert Woods. Allen Robinson's a better player than Robert Woods. He's going to be a dog there. It doesn't matter the Cup's there. They can share the load. I'm pretty happy about this team so far. Now, that is crazy. Justin Herbert is the fourth quarterback off the board. How do you guys feel about that one? That's above Lamar. That's above Kyler. I mean, that's high. That's above guys like – You mean Jay Joe Hurts. Burrow? Yeah, Joe Burrow. My apologies. Yeah, I, I, I mean – no, I was gonna say like I I was I thought Lamar Jackson was gonna be the next one off the board and not Burrow. And I was hoping Jackson could fall to me. Nope, that didn't happen. So, oh, we got a. Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. All right, well, run on quarterbacks just happened. <laughs> I still, I do think this year, and I said this last year, having a top end quarterback is more important in fantasy than it used to be. Those late round guys don't just produce those 30 point outcomes that some of these top guys do. Uh, so I'm getting a little worried now because Lamar Jackson is probably one of my most screaming values of quarterback. I think he should be a top three guy, not a top five like he went in this draft. Let's see. Go with Hawkinson. Absolutely disgusting. Thank you. But we will let that slide. Um, Johnny, why'd you pick TJ Hawkins? Why is well? I just kind of felt like I needed a tight end, needed a top eight one because I just hate doing waivers and it's just like every other week if we get to like the mid rounds and it's just when things get dicey with the second or third string tight end that you're just fishing for to get a, a touchdown basically and just want like a starter I can rely on week in week out. Some would say you're fishing for a touchdown on TJ Hawkinson. But we're saying, but Jared Goff, he's kind, of, he's, he's kind of balling. Eli, you're up. Uh, we have a lot of running backs off the board, so you have to feel pretty comfortable about that one. Absolutely. What are you thinking? Okay. I'm seeing a lot of receivers here that I, I just don't love. Like Godwin I is probably the most talented available, but the injury situation is weird. Cortland Sutton, I just – would hate to have as my second receiver. And then I don't need another running back right now. Uh, I got two back-to-backs. The one guy that's standing out, well, there's 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 three guys that stand out to me here. I don't want to reach on Thielen yet, considering he's available. I love Brandon Cooks. But right here, I'm following the money. I'm following a decent season. And Keenan Allen, 32. Mike Williams. That's going to be my wide receiver, too. Not only on the Chargers, but in real life. The guy's a dog. He's got huge red zone potential. He makes huge plays that cross the field. Uh, Keenan Allen does a little bit of the dirty work, gets the targets, but Mike Williams makes huge plays. I want that on my team. Back-to-back, I feel like I need upside at the quarterback position. Why not take Dalton's darling? He's going to give me the rushing that I love. That one hurt. 
I was hoping my boy Hurts would fall back to me. I don't know if I'm in love with the Mike Williams pick. Uh, feel like the guy perennially stays injured, but if he gets a full healthy season, he's definitely going to be a dog. Was now he top we got, 12 last year? He was not. He was 19th, I think. That's what he finished as. I'll take that. That's okay. That's a wide receiver, too. I accidentally auto-picked for Johnny. He got another <laughs> Detroit Lion. Congrats on Omron St. Brown, Johnny. Wait, wait, wait. You can remove it. Oh, it's good. You could pause it and remove these last. There we go, Johnny. Wow, how how kind of you! Thank you, Eli, for the save there with Dalton not knowing how to work the internet. You By the way, big big props to Sleeper this summer. Twenty five new features this summer, all out. Love big, Sleeper, thank you. Big twenty five features there. You guys need yeah. any shout outs, sponsorships? We are open at half point per podcast at gmail dot com. Pepsi. All right, Johnny, you're kind of drafting like a, like a normal fantasy player, so I feel like you're just going to reach on a quarterback here so you feel comfortable at all your positions. Is that what we're thinking? I don't know. You tell me. I'm not going to reveal my strategy. I like the pick here, Johnny. I mean, unless you're going to draft for me again. I almost did. Now, A.J. Dillon, I do love it. It's a good pick. Sixth uh, round, solid spot. I Like I said last week's pod, I think – AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones could both be top fifteen guys this year. I think if you draft a Brees Hall, you should hope that someone like a Dillon or you know, I don't know, I guess Sanders would be okay fall. And you can patch and hope that that's the you know, your RB two while you wait on those eight to ten points to turn into twelve from Brees Hall. Exactly. Um I'm looking at this, I'm looking at screaming values. You know, I understand that some people More here receivers. would shrink at the thought <laughs> oh boy. What of taking another do? wide receiver. But listen, the <sighs> guy had a top 15 season. His number one option is offense. Is a guy that had the best rookie quarterback showing last year. Uh, I'm going to take Brandon Cooks here and just going to keep this run going on wow. wide receiver. And this team is going to be zero running back heaven all right really hoping uh one of these running backs i was looking at comes back to me here uh eli's boy adam thielen just went kid walker has gone it is looking very poor in the running back situation for me um so at this point i either need to take a tight end or running back just to even this team out a little bit uh me and evan talked about him a couple weeks ago I think Chase Edmonds is a guy who's getting really undervalued. Uh, Raheem Mostert got a million-dollar deal to play there. Chase Edmonds got $6 million a year. He's the most highest-paid running back in that room. Uh, the entire offense looks to take a step forward with Tyreek Hill and adding Teron Armstead, probably the second-best left tackle of the NFL. The offensive line was going to be solved. So I'm taking Chase Edmonds. I'm feeling pretty confident here. I don't hate it. I know he's a no-RB darling. I think he could go, you know, pretty hard out of a lot of pass sets. Um, he's going to get all of the third down work, so why not? Uh, out of curiosity, did anybody else get that little sleeper noise when I reached there? It screamed wow in my ear. Uh, sleeper letting me know that I am reaching, reaching. heavily on <laughs> Chase Edmonds. Uh, I don't hate it. I'm in love with it. Johnny, you are up with your incredibly balanced team. Yeah, I was hoping to get – Either Drake London or Burks, but they went right after you. Um, I think I'm going to go with the backup in Browns territory and go with Kareem Hunt. 
I don't hate it. Um, might be the worst Browns team he's played on, though. So I will be interested to see whether or not that works out in your favor. We are having a run on the rookie. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want it. All right, Eli sounds excited. He has a guy he's yeah, targeting here. Let's see. Who are you going for? Man, I'm so sorry to do this, Dalton, especially oh considering your lack thereof. Uh, I know this is a guy you like. This is a guy I've liked for a long time and repeatedly try to get from you in alternate leagues. I'm going with Tony Pollard. I Ooh. think he has standalone flex value. That's, an, that's a high-end RB3 in my opinion. And I think that the way that they're going to split work with him and Zeke is going to be useful. That's why I'm a little lower on Dalton Schultz this year. That offense is going to be taken all around. That is a painful one. I was hoping he would come back around to me. I am a Tony Jones, Tony Pollard supporter. Um, Tony Jones. <laughs> Tony Jones, too, uh, when <laughs> Alvin Kamara gets suspended. All right, Eli, you're up. Um, so I have a good opportunity here to kind of bolster my receiving room. A lot of upside rounds i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with bateman you know i, I like oh. iuk i like a couple other guys there but that's bateman is real solid he didn't show a lot of weakness in his game he's working well with lamar this season and the door is wide open why not i mean that's a good pick uh definitely the number one wide receiver on that team the second target option behind mark andrews i like it uh, there goes Devin Singletary, who I really wanted. We are getting short <laughs> on running back. Uh, Tom Brady goes, and then another running back, and Cordell Patterson goes. All right, Johnny, you're up and on the clock here. I already picked before before we even finished that sentence. Elijah Moore. Um, I feel. Do you trust Elijah Moore, Zach Wilson? There, Johnny. His splits in and out with Zach Wilson were pretty poor last year. Nah, it's, it's New Year off season. Zach Wilson has has had a uh, quite the busy summer. He's gonna want to lock it in, and uh, he's gonna work with his wide receiver core. If you believe that, I do want to point out a little bit of the separation here between Twitter and mock drafts. Gabriel Davis on underdog is at the three four turn right here, and he just went at eight eight. Wow. And- in this league, uh, ADP is wild, and I think he is a screaming value at eight. eight. I don't know about the three four turn, um, but I'm up. Just gonna peek over here at running back. Nothing pretty. Uh, we got James Cook, Rashad Penny, Melvin Gordon, Michael Carter. Uh, so I'm gonna wait a bit. I got some names I like there. Uh, there is a guy going. I think getting discounted for having a bad situation, but Russell Wilson absolutely in love with the guy in Denver. It's a better team, better offense. Love that he is a top five upside. Absolutely great pick in my opinion. Oh, another run on QBs. Johnny yeah, still is not taking good. a QB. It's getting dark for him. It is. Um, it's not pretty. Pratt fire prior. Wow. Wow. Evan's going to be pissed. <laughs> the Mooth going. Gabe Davis is fat. Thanks for that one, Dakota. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The move going at 9-1 is kind of wild, in my opinion. That offense got worse without Big Ben. All right, we have a run on tight ends here. All right, I'm back up. I'm in desperate need of a running back. I'm looking at this. There's nothing really that pretty going on here, but pretty doesn't win you fantasy. I'm going to take Melvin Gordon. 
He was a top 20 running back last year. Him and, Dev- him and Javante split the work. I'm obviously down on Javante this year with the re-signing of Melvin. Uh, I feel happy about it. Uh, he's a good, good guy. If Javante goes down, you know he's going to run that room. But, Johnny, you're up. Uh, looking at quarterback, it's getting pretty dark for you. Yeah, it's not it's not beautiful. I don't don't love any of my options now, so I'm just going to keep pushing the – Passing back on the quarterback and just go with uh, another wide receiver with uh, Chase Claypool. Um, some people could say he might out-target Deontay Johnson this year. So yeah, I mean, I, I like the value in the ninth. It's... Oh God! All right, Eli, uh, you do only have three wide receivers at this point. <laughs> some would argue that you don't have that many. Well, what kind of league is this? You know, we can only play three or four at a time. I don't need to take five of the top six picks. We'll be talking about that when this team wins championship and your team doesn't. That's right. All right. So some might say I need a wide receiver. I definitely don't need a tight end or a quarterback, thank goodness, or a running back. So this is kind of a sweet spot. There seems to be a lot of depth around here. Um, hmm. Okay. A lot of rookies in the mix, kind of all the upside guys. I think that I'm going to take a guy who I know is going to get bare minimum 150 fantasy points. I can flex him from time to time. If anybody gets hurt, he's definitely got a lot of upside. My guy, Tyler Boyd. Nice. Eli's been a Tyler Boyd truther for two and a half years now. Um, a little while. All right. I'm going to follow that up. Uh, taking a guy that I think is slightly less valuable than Boyd, but in a similar like kind of situation where I think they're going to get you know similar numbers, um, same type of looks. Christian Kirk, I'm following the money. <laughs> the oh, the Jacksonville money. That's the that's what you're following. And well, I do just want to point out, Eli has two Jacksonville Jaguars on his team now. <laughs> they both play the slot. <laughs> All right, we got a nice little run here on another running back that I wanted in Isaiah Spiller. Uh, I think he's going to take a lot of work from Austin Eckler. Very unfortunate for me. Johnny, you were up. You yeah, still, I still uh, don't have a QB. Just going just gonna to deal with that as a, a future problem. Just going take to a, take a little shot and see what, uh, what Michael Carter can do this year. I don't hate the pick. Uh, I do hate the pick, considering you did draft Brees Hall earlier. Um, That's okay. Do not recommend owning two backs in a backfield, especially when you're picking them five apart. Uh, But, you know, sometimes live life wildly. Um, (laughs) Desperate times. Trey Lance just went. I I really – I was going to take Ronde Stevenson here, boys. Um, Were you? This – it's getting pretty dark for anybody who can watch this – just looking around who's available, not any starters uh, for sure. So we're going we're gonna to pivot here, and I am going to go ahead and plant a flag and take just another upside guy, you know. Could lead his team in targets, most established rapport with a MVP quarterback. I'm taking Alan Lazard. We wow. will triple okay. down on wide receiver here. I like that. I, I think that he should have – more hype than he than he like gets. We like in the past week alone, if you've been paying attention, Aaron Rodgers has mentioned Alan Lazard's name twice in two different conversations. Once he said that, that 
we have guys in the room, vets, Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, to show these young guys the way. And two, he was saying, I don't see any reason why Alan Lazard isn't our number one, like, potential guy in the room. It's insane. Uh, and that's what you want to hear. Um, when Devontae Adams was injured last year, Aaron Jones and Lazard kind of split the work and picked up for it. I do think it's absurd that Christian Watson is going in front of Alan Lazard to ADP right now. Uh, Lazard just especially in redraft. Yeah, especially in redraft. We don't know what we have for Christian Watson. Uh, I'm back on the clock here. I'm just going to start throwing darts at running backs. It's that point of the draft, so I'm going to take Damian Pierce. Knew it. Fourth round pick. I like him. He was good at Florida. He's an explosive athlete. Uh, I now have two Houston Texans, so my my slight at Eli for having two Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> no longer stands. Uh, we will move down the line. And oh, no. Quarterback I wanted to. Uh, the most. <sighs> getting absolutely just drenched. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields. Oh, I think I think I hate the team Johnny wishes he had more than Johnny's current team. Every time he says, oh, I missed that guy, I'm like, thank God you missed that <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm just going to get out with the, just the overall. Don't love it, but better late now than never. Some points. There's some points. Points uh, will, be, will be there. Kirk Cousins will be in a pass for his offense. We will That's see um, more running backs going, and Eli is up here. He's had a little bit of run on what would someone call suboptimal wide receivers. We'll see how he handles it here. Okay. I like that. All right. Uh, here's kind of my territory, taking some chances. Um, rookies, high upside guys. I could use some more depth, though, too. Oh, I don't love any of this. Okay. <laughs> They're promising more work for Naeem Hines, so I'm really tempted to take him. That being said, I want to go with Marlon Mack, just in spite of what Dalton just picked and Damian Pierce. I want to give him the chance to be the number one guy, let Damian Pierce get a couple of those red zone looks, but let's let Marlon do it all carries. Historically, uh, guys coming off Achilles have never been great, so we will see with old Mack here. Healthy scratch seven times last year. Um, did back up Jonathan Taylor, though. All right, right. Yeah, you're on the clock again. All right, I have five receivers. I'm going to come back around and get one later, who I really like. I could take my boy Pickens here. I could take Rondell Moore. But I'm going to take a, another shot at Skagness and Ken Painwell. Eli is loving doubling up on players in the same teams here. He's <laughs> buying into the Philadelphia Eagles. Let it be known. All right, we got my boy Irv Smith went there. That one hurt. All right, Johnny. I want to see what you're going to do here. Uh, you have had a very interesting draft. One player might be suspended. Got a couple <laughs> of RB2s on their own team. You got an RB2 for your RB1. Uh, you got two Jets. It's just going to be an interesting pick here. Uh, Kirk Cousins leading your team. Oh, I already picked. I, I don't know why it's not refreshed on your page. Rondale, it's a good pick. A little, little boomer action. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just like how um, DeAndre's kind of suspended for, I think, six games. Get some targets early. Set good rapport. Start off strong, hopefully. All right. We got Eli's boy George Pickens going right before my mm. pick. Um, things aren't looking great in, in my running back room. Let's, let's, let's not – 
you know, pretend otherwise. So definitely just going to take some dart throws here. We also don't have a tight end, but Irv Smith was who I wanted. So we're going to continue and triple down. Uh, J.D. McKissick is a guy who continuously just has that flex appeal. He had as many top 12 games last year as Antonio Gibson when healthy, and I'm getting him a full seven rounds later. Love the value. And I got that wild noise again from <laughs> letting me know that I read. Yeah, we, we don't hear that. Oh. I think next year, just advertise this specific episode as like, do you want to see Eli reach on Waller and Dalton reach on JD McKissick again this year? Tune in. <laughs> because that's what happens. Uh, I am back on the clock, still don't have a tight end. Um, as me and Evan have always spoke about, we are advocates for taking tight ends late. Looking around, I think all of these guys left on the board are pretty much the same player, in my opinion. They're all going to have crappy weeks, and you're going to want to drop them. So I'm just going to uh, quadruple down on running back here and take a guy who is just undervalued every year, Gus Edwards. And I got the wow again, and I'm really getting sick and tired of it. Um, <laughs> Gus Edwards averages five yards a carry. He's him and Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are the only players to do that. I mean, he's in a run first offense. Oh, kicker. Kicker. Uh, this is a kicker league, by the way, guys. All right, Johnny, you are up. Go with uh, good old Tim Patrick in Denver with uh, Russell Wilson. I feel like he's going to pass around more. I feel like it's a solid option there. And that's crazy because Tim Patrick's ADP on underdog is in the eighth round. Yeah. He got him round 13 on this. Kind of but, wild. Like, and again, like we're, we need to split the difference somewhere because I think that's too high for Tim Patrick. I mean, you're talking about the third guy. Someone argued you think the thirteenth round is too high or the eighth round is too high? I think the eighth round is the oh, okay. Is too okay. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, just, just like, like with we Gabe. Davis. About, well, just like with Gabe Davis, mm-hmm. like the three four turn. Yeah, it's not, I know that hurt you like your boy DJ Chark just went. For sure. That that's a night nice, I mean again, I, I think you and Evan were kind of touching on this last week. That seems like a glaring oversight, like a guy that's definitely going to dominate. Um, and people think it's the other way around. So, okay. Uh, I'm going to go try to get a little more upside here at my skill positions. How many, how many mock drafts have you guys done like this summer? Uh, I haven't been mock drafting. I've done 18 underdog drafts though. So, wow. Oh wow! Okay, I've done a few best ball mania three drafts. Other than that, not a, not a whole lot of mocks. Um, just a lot of rookie, a lot of rookie stuff though. Just yeah, financially, I'm never going to recover from uh, the best ball season I'm having. Well, they you know when you join, they match. That's always nice. Yeah, it's my third year doing it. All right, Eli. Okay, you... sorry guys. Uh, I'm gonna get going here and take my one of my favorite players, Alec Pierce. Um, I'm looking around at what else is available. It's Devonte Parker, who I think is gonna be okay. Tolbert, yada yada, a lot of rookies, but Pierce just seems like he's got a wide receiver opportunity right there waiting for him. Did you get a wow? Uh, did I? Did you? I, I don't know. I'm asking because I've been getting uh, it, and that it, seems like said a reach. Just said it's my turn to pick. I mean, oh, yeah, that's great. It, it's definitely a reach, but at this point, it's all apples and oranges. Wow. I'm going to follow it up with Brian Robinson. This is a sneak chance, in my opinion, to dominate the red zone a little bit. I don't think it's anything more than that, but it's a power back with, you know, touchdown upside. 
Well, that is uh, J.D. McKissick went two rounds earlier. I do like Robinson. Like I said last week, I am not a fan of uh, Antonio Gibson this year. Uh, Johnny, you are up. A little dart throw on a former KU alumni. Uh, not KU alumni, but KU starting running back. Love Khalil the Herbert. Herbert pick. It's where I was going to go. Pick. Good pick this late. Uh, now, I hate my life. I was going to take <laughs> Davis Price here. Um I think he has a good shot to take over some of the looks in that backfield. Um, just a little tip here. If you're in a kicker league, don't draft a kicker and see what happens. Um, Cause that's what I'm going to do. So looking back, I still don't have a tight end. So we're looking for upside here. Ideally I would be looking at uh, Robert Tanyan here. If I'd already drafted a tight end, um, but he's questionable for week one. He did right. lead the league in touchdowns at tight end when he was healthy two years ago. Uh, don't like any of these other names, so I'm just going to do what Eli did with Christian Kirk, follow the money, save the choke who got paid. Kobe Brissett is a very bad quarterback, but it can't get much worse for him. Uh, going to let it circle back to me here while my great teammates just continue to take defenses Ooh. and kickers. And we are back on the clock. This is where you just gobble up value right here. Easy pick for me. I'm going to take my boy, Daryl Williams. His top nice. 12 running back, seven weeks last year when Clyde Edwards went down. I have seven running backs. One of them has to hit. Should. Coming back to Johnny. It's going to be another wide receiver. I mean, Chiefs fans have just always been hoping he's just going to bring a good value in it. Uh, hopefully it's this year, or if not, I, I don't see him with Casey any longer. With Mikko Hardman. That is wild that anybody drafted the Kansas City Chiefs defense in this. All right, you like you get Mister Irrelevant. Who? Seventh. Wow. It's beautiful. Okay, uh, a lot of tight end options here to bolster some depth, but where's he at? My dog is available somewhere around here. I'm taking the guy with some dog in him. Last pick, constellation. <gasps> Zach Wilson. Give me that little buffer. Oh, hey, what noise is that? Did you hear? Did you guys hear that noise too? Yeah, I got a little hurt. Sound like he had some dog yeah, in him. Yeah, it was a dog in him. Oh, bro. <laughs> I don't hate that pick. Uh, Eli has two rushing quarterbacks. We'll do a little bit of a team recap here. Johnny, can you just run me through how you feel about this team you drafted? Your wide receiver three is Elijah Moore or Chase Claypool. Yeah, I mean, I, I with this being my first mock draft of the year after the league ended, I'm I'm happy with the the wide receivers I picked. Chase and Allen, Kamara was a good value. Dylan, don't love the Cousins pick, but uh, I I I think I think this is a playoff team. It'd be a first for you. Uh, wow, man! Okay. Does the YouTube chat love the Zach Wilson pick, Eli? Uh, we got a couple <laughs> of let's go Z Dubs, uh, Cougar in there. Uh, Eli, run me through your team and how you're feeling about it. You know, I like this team. I don't think that I did so great late. I took some like shots on rookies, and Gainwell's kind of an iffy one, especially Marlon Max an iffy one too. But I like the starting core. I think if there's any discrepancy I have with my starting lineup, it's Jalen Hurts. I would have rather have rather have had a like higher tier quarterback. But this draft is weird, and being at the turn, just had to take a couple of guys that I like. So I don't know. I'm cool with it. I think my receiving core is going to show out for me. 
I that is a surprising coming from you because your receiving core hardly ever chose out for you. Uh, looking at my team, I stuck to the bit, drafted a lot of wide receivers early. Feeling good about it, though. I do think Chase Edmonds is a screaming value in the seventh round as a starting running back for his team. Uh, huge run on quarterback kind of hurt me, but Russell's not somebody I'm unhappy about ending up with. I really wish I could have gotten, you know, a Ramondre Stevenson or a Tyrion Davis Price later in the draft. And I am incredibly worried about my tight end position, but I will just run it on the flyer. Um, only one of the teams, this is out of this out of our comments, only one of these teams has a guy that goes after his friend's moms, and that is Eli's. So I think Eli wins the fan favorites. Uh, and with that, we are done with episode 73 of the Half Point Per Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Half Point Per Podcast. Also, subscribe to our Substack where me and Evan will be churning out a lot of quality content over the next two months, uh, pointing out some of these screaming values where the, the Sharps and the you know Joes disagree and where we think you can get some really good and easy money. We will also be doing our annual bets at the start of all of our podcasts from here on out. Um, so thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will be back next week with our AFC West breakdown. Good boy. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Eli.